Hello and welcome back to One Last Thought, bedtime stories for grown-ups. Tonight's reading comes from Hardwired Humans by Andrew O'Keefe, Successful Leadership Using Human Instincts. And this is taken from Instinct One, Social Belonging, and is called Taronga Chimpanzees. Through my work using zoos as a base, I have become friendly with a number of wonderful primate keepers. Louise Grossfeld is head of primates at Sydney's Taronga Zoo, and her colleague Alan, Alan Schmidt is a senior member of her team. They generously share their stories at their chimp community to assist leaders gain insight into the natural condition for social animals. The chimpanzee community at Taronga is one of the best zoo-based communities in the world, mainly due to the size and complexity of the group that reflects the wild condition of chimps. There are 19 individuals in the chimp community at Taronga, and the 19 chimps represent six families. There are three adult males, and the multi-male, multi-family nature of chimpanzee communities is a key part of the social complexity, coalitions and politics in the life of a chimp. In November 2009, the chimps at Taronga were temporarily relocated while their exhibit underwent a major refurbishment. The relocation was as sensitive as an office move, planned with as much thought as we would expect our office move to be managed. Louise and her team planned the move around family groups. The politics amongst male chimps also featured prominently in the keeper's planning. Adult males are almost always rivals for the top job and the relationship between males is observably more intense and more dynamic than between the females. The first group moved the 200 metres to the temporary exhibit was the alpha male Lubutu and his family along with the two oldest females. Lubutu was comfortably established in his new territory when on the third day, the second of the adult males arrived. Chimbuka, the second male, was still unconscious and in the care of the vets when Lubutu spotted him. All hell broke loose. Lubutu went into a wild display, hair hackled so he looked twice his size, screaming and banging on walls and screens. A fully grown adult chimp with around five times the strength of a human male, creates an awesome display. Arrivals of females over the previous two days had not created such a response from Lubutu. After his health check, Chimbuka was left to wake up in the den. When he did wake, Chimbuka freaked out. In the wild, male chimps never leave their territory, so being moved to a strange location would indeed be instinctively frightening. The keepers opened an access raceway so the females might greet and comfort him, but the females were reluctant to go to him, presumably frightened by Chimbuka's frenzied display and presumably torn by the decision confronting them. On the one hand, if they left him alone, his mood might deteriorate and he might become more dangerous, yet if they went to him, they might be attacked. The group of seven females plus juveniles and infants wavered at the edge of the raceway some ten metres away. They oscillated, teetering on going forward and then shrinking back. Individual chimps not moving themselves encouraged others to go forward. No one moved. The group was frozen. From the back of the pack, Bessie, Chimbuka's 60-year-old grandmother, she wants to go to her grandson. Bessie is frail, stooped and moves awkwardly. She's blocked by a 
band of petrified observers. Like Moses, she parts a path and makes her way through the group. Finally, she gets to the front of the pack. She crosses the precipice and reaches her grandson. She pauses just before him, as if saying, Come here, sweetie, and gives him a big hug. The reassuring effect is instant. Chimbuka quickly calms down. The other females now gather round and reassure him. There are some things only a mother or grandmother can provide. Thanks for listening. Good night. Thank you.